ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله اعتبروا بما يجري في الليالي والايام من المداولات بين الحق والباطل والهدى والضلال حكمه الله سبحانه وتعالى يبتلي عباده قال تعالى ليمحص الله الذين امنوا ويمحق الكافرين فما زال الحق والباطل من قديم الدنيا الى اخر الدنيا وهما يتصارعان ولكن العاقب للتقوى فالله جل وعلا قد يعطي الكفار اداله على المسلمين لاجل استدراجهم ولاجل تطهير المسلمين وتنبيههم على اخطائهم وعيوبهم حتى ينتبهوا ويصلحوا شانهم ثم تعود لهم العزه والرفعه في الدنيا والاخره وما جرى على الرسل عليهم الصلاه والسلام مع الكفار مما قصه الله في كتابه فيه اكبر عبره وعظه للمعتبرين ومن ذلك ما جرى على موسى عليه الصلاه والسلام ومن معه من المؤمنين من فرعون وقومه وتكبره عليهم وطغيانه واحتقاره لهم واغتراره بما اتاه الله من الملك حتى ادعى الربوبيه فقال انا ربكم الاعلى ويا ايها الملا ما علمت لكم من اله غيري هكذا يبلغ الطغيان بالانسان فماذا كانت العاقبه دمره الله هو وقومه 
ودمر ديارهم وقصورهم وأورثها للمسلمين المؤمنين والله سبحانه وتعالى بالمرصاد لا يغفل عن عباده فإنه سبحانه وتعالى يمهل لكنه لا يهمل ويملي للظالم حتى إذا أخذه لم يفلته وكأي من قرية أمليت لها وهي ظالمة ثم أخذتها وإلي المصير وقال ولا يحسبن الذين كفروا أنما نملي لهم خير أنما نملي لهم خير لأنفسهم إنما نملي لهم ليزدادوا إثما ولهم عذاب مهين فهم إذا ظفروا بشيء فرحوا به وبطروا وتكبروا والمؤمنون إذا أصابهم نعم شكروا وإذا أصابهم بلاء صبروا فكان ذلك خيرا لهم عاجلا وآجلا والعاقبة للمتقين وقد تكفل الله جل وعلا بنصر رسله وعباده المؤمنين قال تعالى إنا لننصر رسلنا والذين آمنوا في الحياة الدنيا ويوم يقوم الأشهاد فتكفل الله بنصرهم لكن قد يبتليهم وقد يديل عدوهم عليهم وقد يتأخر النصر لكن العاقبة لهم في النهاية قال تعالى أم حسبتم أن تدخلوا الجنة ولما يأتكم مثل الذين خلوا من قبلكم مستهم البأساء والضراء وزلزلوا حتى يقول الرسول والذين آمنوا معه متى نصر الله ألا إن نصر الله قريب والنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول وعلم أن النصر مع الصبر فبينما فرعون بطغواه وبينما هو في كبريائه وجبروته يقول سنقتل أبناءهم ولما قال له قومه أتذر موسى وقومه ليفسدوا في الأرض ويذرك وآلهتك قال سنقتل أبناءهم ونستحي نساءهم وإنا فوقهم قاهرون قال موسى لقومه استعينوا بالله واصبروا إن الأرض لله يورثها من يشاء يورثها من يشاء من عباده والعاقبة للمتقين قالوا أوذينا من قبل أن تأتينا ومن بعد ما جئتنا قال عسى ربكم أن يهلك عدوكم ويستخلفكم في الأرض فينظر كيف تعملون وقد حصل هذا دمر الله فرعون وقومه وما كانوا يعرشون وأورث موسى وقومه الأرض من بعدهم وتحقق نصر الله سبحانه وتعالى ووعده الصادق هكذا سنة الله عز وجل 
في خلقه الأولين والآخرين فالمؤمنون لا ييأسون ولو أصابهم ما أصابهم بل يتمسكون بدينهم ويعملون الأسباب لنصرهم على عدوهم وينتظرون والله سبحانه وتعالى مع الصابرين هذه سنته سبحانه وهذا وعده الذي لا يتخلى فما أصاب موسى وقومه من فرعون وقومه مع أن موسى كليم الله ورسول الله وقومه هم خيرة أهل الأرض في وقتهم من ذرية إسرائيل وهو يعقوب عليه السلام ومع هذا ابتلاهم الله بفرعون وقومه ولما صبروا وجاهدوا في سبيل الله جاءهم النصر من الله بأيسر سبب ما هو إلا أن جمد الله البحر لهم فدخلوا فيه آمنين مطمئنين في شوارع يابسة جعله الله فرقا بقدر أسباط بني إسرائيل يابسة طريقا في البحر يابسا لا تخاف دركا ولا تخشى فلما تكامل خارجين وتكامل فرعون وقومه داخلين في البحر أطبقه الله عليهم فأغرقهم عن آخرهم وبنو إسرائيل ينظرون إليهم هكذا سنة الله عز وجل ووعده الذي لا يتخلف أبدا ولكن هذا يحتاج من المؤمنين إلى الصبر ويحتاج من المؤمنين إلى اليقين ويحتاج إلى المؤمنين من بذل الأسباب النافعة والله جل وعلا لا يخلف وعده أبدا ولو تأخر لحكمة من الله فإنه لا بد أن يأتي نصر الله عز وجل ماذا جرى على نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم من أذى قومه وتطاولهم عليه ووقوفهم في وجهه حتى هاجر من بينهم إلى المدينة ووجد الأنصار الذين حموه وآزروه ونصروه وآووه أصحابه وفي سنين قليلة في سنين قليلة جاء صلى الله عليه وسلم بجيش جرار بعشرة الآلاف مجند من جنود الله مدججين بالسلاح فدخلوا مكة فاتحين ونصر الله ونصر الله نصر الله رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم ومكنه من رقاب أعدائه ما هي إلا سنوات وكان قبلها قد خرج ثاني اثنين وهو أبو بكر الصديق إلا تنصروه فقد نصره الله إذ أخرجه الذين كفروا ثاني اثنين إذ هما في الغار إذ يقول لصاحبه لا تحزن إن الله معنا فأنزل الله سكينته عليه وأيده بجنود لم تروها وجعل كلمة الذين كفروا السفلى وكلمة الله هي العليا والله عزيز حكيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد على آله وصحبه أجمعين فيا عباد الله ponder over what occurs in these days and nights 
how the decree it changes from one to another it changes from times of ease and comfort to times of difficulty and hardship but that is the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this decree upon us if you look at the examples of the people who came before us the prophets and the messengers and their nations and the trials that they faced against the disbelievers all of these various tests and trials upon us in order to test us and in order to see who from amongst us is upon patience who from amongst us will be upon the certainty the yaqeen upon the iman remaining with our trust in allah keeping firm with our dua to allah who from amongst us will behave like that in times of difficulty and hardship and who from amongst us will fail and behave in a manner not suitable of a believer in times of difficulties and hardships and tests and trials you look at the example of musa one of the greatest messengers of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kalimullah the one whom allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to directly one of the greatest messengers and his people bani israel from the best of the people of that time yet allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested them tested musa salam and his people with pharaoh pharaoh who desired to kill them all desired to finish them off and such was the arrogance of pharaoh that he claimed that i am your lord the most high and rabbukumul a'la he said to them i am your lord the most high so musa salam was given this test and this trial but he remained patient patient upon that test patient upon that trial and his people similarly and even after everything pharaoh did everything that he did in terms of threatening musa and threatening his people and threatening those magicians who accepted islam after all of that they remained firm with their belief in allah even when he chased them and they were fleeing from him they remained patient with their trust in allah as musa said to them when they came to the sea that indeed allah is with us and indeed allah was with them aiding the believers those upon iman and certainty and trust in allah and so at that time when death looked a certainty death looked certain upon them behind them was pharaoh in front of them was the sea but with that trust and that iman in allah then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aided them opening up the sea into pathways that they crossed from similarly when you look at the example of muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam you look at how much trials and tribulations and tests that he had to face from Quraysh that he had to face from those kuffar from the munafiqeen 
all of those tests and trials as Allah mentioned in order to test amongst you who amongst you is upon that iman and certainty and trust in Allah and who amongst you will begin to despair and lose hope in his Lord when those times of difficulty come in the early days they were oppressed by the kuffar oppressed by the Quraysh oppressed by all of those disbelievers a few in number in Mecca the Muslims were only until they had to leave they were forced out by the kuffar they had no power or authority the Muslims the kuffar forced them out from their punishment that they were placing upon them so they left by the command of Allah but look at how Allah aids his servants that after they left Mecca because they had no strength at that time over the kuffar they had to leave only within a few small years a handful of years Allah decreed a complete change in circumstances Allah decreed a complete change in the whole situation now the Muslims in Medina with the Ansar they began to become more and more powerful until just a few years after being expelled from Mecca they returned and they conquered Mecca look at how Allah gave them that strength and how the decree changed in such a short period of time expelled from Mecca by the Quraysh overpowered by them and then just barely a few years later they come back with an army an army of thousands and Allah gives his victory to the believers gives victory to the Muslims over the disbelievers and that victory and that aid from Allah to the Muslims it will only come from those who demonstrate a sabr that they can be patient and this is one of the greatest virtues required of every believer required of every Muslim the virtue of patience the Muslims were patient the Prophet Muhammad was patient when they were removed and expelled from their city removed and expelled from their homes they remained patient and they kept their trust in Allah and their yaqeen their certainty and their trust in Allah until Allah gave them that victory Allah gave them that success and that honor and that strength this is how it will come but if the ummah and the Muslims cannot show patience and they cannot show their Iman in Allah and they cannot establish and practice this religion then you cannot expect the victory of Allah to come to you instead you will see perhaps that strength is given to the kuffar over the Muslims not as a victory for the kuffar but as a means of a test upon the Muslims a test upon the Muslims that the kuffar they overwhelm you and the kuffar they become more powerful than you a test upon the Muslims will the Muslims go back to their religion will they return back to making their dua sincerely to Allah will they return back with their ikhlas their sincerity to Allah will they return back 
to practicing this religion and being upon Iman, being upon that certainty and trust in Allah, if they do, then that is how the victory of Allah will come back to them. But if they do not, and they abandon their prayers, and they abandon their religion, and they abandon the mosques, then do not expect that honor, that izza, that strength, that victory from Allah to come back to you. When the Muslims, the Prophet وسلم, they were expelled from Mecca, the kuffar of Quraysh, they punished them so much that they were expelled from Mecca. Allah gave them the command to leave. They were weak at that time. They could not overcome the Quraysh at that time. But with their trust in Allah and their practicing of the religion, in barely seven or eight years, they came back and they conquered Mecca because of their Iman. And this is how the Muslims will get the victory from Allah. With that Iman, with that Ikhlas, with that practicing of the religion, just as the Muslims were at that time. But if you do not have that, the mosques are empty at the times of the prayers. The prayers are abandoned by the Muslims. The sunnah is abandoned by the Muslims. All types of the haram are committed. Alcohol is drunk and cigarettes are smoked. All types of haram interest is taken in the banks. Stealing occurs and fornication occurs. If this is what the Muslims have fallen into, then do not expect the ummah to get back victory. Do not expect the aid and the victory and the help of Allah to come then. The aid and the victory and the success from Allah will come when you return back to your religion. Just like that success and aid came and that victory came for Musa alayhi salam and to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the other prophets and messengers throughout history. This is a very important point to remember because the people these days do not understand that. They do not understand that victory will come back to this ummah when you come back to this religion. Victory will come back when you come back to this religion. But if you do not come to the mosques, the mosques are empty and the classes of knowledge are empty and the prayer is abandoned and people are committing shirk and bid'ah, then it makes no difference signing petitions and going and doing demonstrations at the embassies and all of these signatures and all of these papers and all of these councils and all of these votes. None of that will aid you if your mosques are still empty. None of that will aid you if the prayers are still being abandoned. They are going to sign petitions, yet they do not even pray. You think this is how the victory of Allah will come? It will never come like that. It will come in the way that it came to the prophets and messengers before us. They practiced their religion. They had their trust in Allah. They had their iman and their certainty. And then the victory of Allah came for them. So if we want honor and strength in the ummah, that is what we need to do too. Just like Imam Malik said, that the end of this ummah will only be rectified with the same thing that rectified the beginning of this ummah. The beginning of this ummah was rectified through practicing the Quran and the Sunnah and sticking to it. The end of this ummah will only be rectified by the same thing. Returning to the religion, not petitions and demonstrations and speaking against the rulers 
and all of the corruption that people have made these days. So we ask Allah to bring us back to that religion, practicing it upon Iman, to give us strength in the Ummah once again. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad, aqimis salah.